Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have some channeled guidance for my 5D, lovely 5D collective. And that includes all people who are inclined to choose the human love narrative, to know about every person's nature being love and that being achievable through our lovely trauma therapists and attachment therapists, people getting to understand the updated information on what is being human and also disregarding the trending topics such as Christian podcasts and just podcast interviewers and anyone on YouTube as well. So wherever you find material, what I have noticed is we have a group of people that are calling out, quote unquote, they are calling out new age spirituality. They are exposing the truth about all of it and how yoga is uh, for people who are going to have demons come out of you. Demonic, it's not even demonic possession. I can't even believe this has happened. So I was made aware of a couple of podcasts or videos or talkers or whatever they are. Uh, I did two videos myself, but it's just important to share with people in the future in time. It's not about the Christian religion. It's unfortunate that I had to personally expand on a topic like that, but I, I had to because this is called disinformation and it's actually what's it? I'm looking for words. I'm speechless sometimes. It's of interest to me to help people who do want to do yoga understand that it has nothing to do with religion, okay? And that's what it is. It's for people who are grown up, kids, whatever it is, because the, the kids that are in an environment where people would probably follow shit like that, they need to hear something different. And luckily, they're not going to be always under the, you know, uh, finger and thumb of a parent or whoever it is. And so eventually they can come across good, good information. The point is to be able to speak about things. And as I mentioned in the videos, the second one, I personally don't intend to disrespect anyone, but I also don't intend to um, do something that stays within the lines. What I mean by that is uh, it's ignorance, disinformation. Uh, these people are basically like the flat earthers to me. It has nothing to do with religion. And uh, also the other part is the people that I noticed have been talking like this are like ex-smokers. So they're hypocrites, not to mention they didn't even notice their own actual crappy whatever it is from inside of them. So they, they've now gone to the other extreme of and it's not an extreme, it's that they did not, right here, religious self, they did not uh, take disparate ideas and transform them into something bitter, bit bitter, <laughs> better, <laughs> shit, all the words that are coming out, a yeah, little bit of a confusion. So what I want to remind my lovely regular listeners of is Patrick McNamara, as he shares with us how our own species has evolved thanks to REM. REM sleep, right? And, and that REM can erupt throughout the day time. He also explains, this is in one of the interviews from Big Well, Big Think, that uh, it is through daytime that some people can have REM interrupt and therefore then they see things and they can see dark entities. They can have experiences and all of us do have experiences. The difference is some of us don't have trauma 
fragmentation memory is what I'm going to, I'm going to just use my own gist of it, but there are, there are traumatic events that create fragmentation and rupture. Rupture is different than a traumatic charge. So we all have charge states. We all have our zero one-year-old. Okay. So we all have those types of processing emotions that were raw and in their infancy is what I'm trying to get to. So again, I'm using the gist of my words to explain a concept that I learned. And it's not just a concept. It's a way that the therapists know we all have these charged parts or the internal family system model or the child part, your actual human being brain, your biology. And this is why I understand why people are like, what? Because even when I hear biology, what are you talking about? What is it? What is a charge state? And so no matter how I would try to explain it, which I don't want to, because that's not my job for now. I'll, I'll try and get in-depth information in time, but the therapists are really great. They know it like the back of their hand. They can explain it better. But what you want to understand, especially if you knew, is that our brain works a certain way. We have circuits for emotion of sadness, emotion of fear, emotion of anger. If you have had memory barriers or consciousness barriers build up because of fragmentation that has taken place because of an overwhelming and or more experience from your infancy this is why some people see demonic things and that's from my subjective experience of hearing from those who see these things they all of them all of the ones the only people that with clairs have seen shit like that are people who have some major event that took place and or more in their life and the trauma memory is lingering in their brain that's ptsd what they're living over and over and over again in their nighttime sleep or daytime and it's trying to heal itself. Your brain tries to heal itself to get that trauma memory allocated into the hippocampus. It wants to timestamp it because all of our memory has a timestamp. You're not a computer, but you're a brain and it has a way it functions. Learn about it. Yoga and all of the tools of, of, of mindfulness, meditation, of Ayurveda, of um, with Reiki, tarot, Akashic Records, anything in the energy sphere, and reconnective healing, just anything and everything, even, um, what is it called, somatic experiencing with Peter Levine, even though I haven't heard them do any of that, but right now, I'm just trying to focus on all this new stuff, the ones who have had this turnaround there's something and or more that I, ha I have no doubt about it happened to them. And they did not, in fact, move out of their adaptive child. No, they had a bunch of different situations take place. And they believe in the traditional ancient texts that basically come and somebody obviously will have read it to them, will have reminded of them, stuff like that. For example, one of the ladies that I did a reading for, Akashic Record reading, she told me that she does have tarot, but she started to have certain things happen to her, and she mentions this to some other person, and this person who's from the church says, well, you know, didn't you tell me you read tarot? Well, 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 you're opening up that portal. You, you should know better. I said... No, first I laughed in her face, I think, my friend's face. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, let me tell you about my experiences. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you to believe, not believe. You do what you want to do, but I'm going to tell you here. I'm a tarot reader and a lot more, and I ain't ever seen no demonic shit like that, and I'm going to inform you of the psych education and what I 
wanting you to understand about your brain and that it's healing and that you don't need to be afraid of demons or energies because it's a fake shit thing <laughs> and really it's your brain trying to heal itself okay so you can break it down this way or if you prefer go for it believe in the lady keep doing the cross keep doing all of that i love the cross i, I grew up with it you know <laughs> i'm okay with praying i'm just saying that's not the, that's not what you're dealing with when you're waking up from a nightmare and even her latest nightmare and what happened to her i said i could understand why it's so scary I would be fucking scared shitless myself, but I'm telling you, one, there's no demon that can come get you. Two, if something continues to persist and you notice it, get a good therapist, a good one, and talk to them and just get, get yourself into something that can help your brain to heal itself, because that's all that's happening here, is there's fragmentation from traumatic event that took place at a very young age. The lady had told me all about it, okay, and I have no doubt about any of what I shared with her, not because I'm a medic, no, I'm not, you all know this, but I have trauma information, I'm educated, and I'm a mystic who has experiences, and I grew up with the same religion, but really, I'm educated, and I use my brain to assimilate information in the absence of bringing in some biblical text that people are still spelling out to people as if it's exactly as it was written but these people that are making people scared of other shit that's not actual grown-up behavior okay so i'm gonna close this one out don't believe in those people who use the word demon in any way shape or form because they don't know anything at all they're ignorant they're closed-minded consider them from the medieval times now if you have doubts of course get into learning about good information if you're if you feel comfortable you want to ask me something i'll answer or i'll find some sources to send you just don't don't spread the misinformation of demon yoga tarot no now that there are four demystics and they're way off into you know la la land that's a whole different story and that's something we talk about as well and in fact, they do just as much dissemination of disinformation as these other people. What, what makes me more, not upset, but it's the people that are trending. These are, these are famous individuals. These are, these are people who have eyes. And I don't personally want to be like that, meaning I don't give a shit about that number of, of, of viewers, but I do give a shit about spreading the word. So that, again, we, we want people who don't have access to good education to understand yoga, not demon, tarot, not demon, but not your solution, Reiki, not demon, not your solution necessarily, okay? You want to help people to know what is actual, like when you would go to school and learn about materials, okay, that's all, because the echo chamber, and that is where the social media echo chamber creates, there was a I think he's a social scientist of some sort and he was talking or political scientist but he was saying people get de into these um, states because they move away from the truth because they're always hearing one story so this is what is happening we have groups that are entering only into one i think they can be called silos we just want to make sure that there's 
people around every one of these groups that can just say, oh, you know, I heard this stuff, just in case you're curious. You know, there's another way you can look at it, basically. Okay, so, um, yeah, the, 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 I don't know what to say. When I find ignorance uh, from adults who actually have money and they did go to school or whatever, I just, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Who's following you? Because Joe Rogan's done a better job at becoming a person of intellect. I love what I saw when he was interviewing Sadhguru. And I feel bad for Sadhguru because it's unfortunate. He could have made a bigger impact in that interview than he did when he was at a loss for words. And like anybody who's at a loss for words, because though they don't have the ability to know humbly in the sense of I am from this school of thought, I, I, I move into supporting people from this angle so I don't know this angle so on this angle when you're presenting me to this information I don't have the knowledge to be able and respond effectively but I can share with you this is what I know about what I'm offering and it's unfortunate because he is the representation of spirituality the serious kind okay and so in the moment of Joe Rogan presenting him information that was super, super related to grounded earth reality of if a person comes from a background where they had a toxic family, they had childhood trauma, whatever it is that they have shit going down, no matter how much yoga they're going to do. That's why those, those people that are on these Christian podcasts, these are those people. They didn't find the healing they went to look for. They got some shitty nightmares going on. And then they got some person in their ear and are more saying, ah, you're a demon child. You're going to get to become a demon. You need to come over here and just sit and do the cross and be out on the good side of things. Okay. So sad guru could have done something that would have enlightened. Unfortunately, like I said, he didn't. And uh, Joe Rogan picked up on it and he tried to ask more questions but it's like asking a person that doesn't know math like me how to do some fucking seriously algebraic equation that i will never <laughs> no maybe never say never okay long story short people we need to help people know that yoga is not going to create demons in your body <laughs> for those who want to hear it and uh, that tarot and akashic record readings and reiki and all that isn't going to be demons either but also that having nightmares is not something that needs to be underestimated, meaning underlooked, meaning let's go get some support going on so that you can get your brain to become its lovely whole integration of the self. And on that note, I have Daniel Siegel as a reference that can help us with that. So if you need anyone ever, that is a great, great person. I mean, there's Peter Levine, Bezel van der Kolk, but Daniel, he knows the mind, the brain and relationships. And, and he has worked and continues to work with people and to train therapists all over the world and so he's the person i would go to he knows what he's doing and he knows how to help all of the brains that want to be helped and that's just where it stands so please again just keep that in mind i don't have people that are that ignorant in watching these podcasts but i came across some of them on my feed some <laughs> and, uh, i'm gonna drop it right now because i just have no words sometimes for what has the uh people interested but also the hypocrisy of a person not recognizing that they uh, have had issues growing up and uh, they still do 
here is our lovely Patrick Tiahan. I would like to allow myself to read to you something that he writes his meme. Patrick doesn't apply himself. He strikes that out and he says, Patrick is growing up in an abusive family system by neglecting alcoholic parents with severe mental health problems. And then he goes on to say, many childhood trauma survivors in the U.S., and I would like to say everywhere, not just the U.S., receive these specific words on their grammar school report cards. Doesn't apply him or herself, or their self today, of course. Unsatisfactory needs improvement. He says, as children, we honestly just thought we were dumb. And the adults were painfully pointing that out again. No one was asking questions especially my parents. They accepted I was dumb too. We must be made aware that we were being set up to fail due to what was happening in our home lives. The poor academic performance, social struggles, and poor self-esteem had nothing to do with our brightness or worth. It was about not being able to focus for having other things on our minds, such as the physical violence from last night in the kitchen, the sexual perpetrator we cannot escape from, the energy vampire or miserable critic that is our parent. Were we going to have to move again? Is my sibling or mom okay? Does everyone know about my family at school? And he says, I couldn't apply myself like many other survivors because we'd come home to domestic violence, neglect, and emotional chaos. I want you to know that you were set up for those report cards. And those messages stayed with me in my subconscious. We were bright, curious, lovable souls who had too much going on to focus. I know this doesn't apply to all of us. Sometimes academic performance was our way to survive. But if you were like me, you took in that you were dumb, which was a lie. He says, P.S. I almost didn't graduate high school. And several years later in recovery, I got a 4.0 in my first semester of college. It was all a lie. And this makes me so sad for people. Sad guru, once there is equanimity, equanimity, every cell in your body will generate sweetness. And see if sad guru would know <laughs> about the ventral vagal nervous system and about our restorative embodied self and integrated brain, he would know that the optimized human being 101 is in equanimity because they become a functional adult. And that's any one of you who tunes in here, mystic or not. It's the way that you can work through your child parts. The charged parts is how I'm always going to address them personally because I got to learn that from Sue Martin. And this is where it is a very great way for me to support those of you who are able to handle your emotional body and to recognize that if there is, for example, fear of rejection, it is... How you were carrying that story of your unlovability. This is Shelley Harrell and people who isolate and withdraw because of feeling lonely and empty, but in a way that is devastating. And it's because of shame, unworthiness, and abandonment. Their fear of rejection is all over that one. And then we also have a bunch of other, I'm going to read some more quotes for you all. I just need to find them. And there was something more from. Uh, What's his name? Patrick Tehan. This is Peter Levine. Um, it's always about fear of rejection, shame and self-blame. 
and he says that I am the reason that the person rejected me. It's somehow my fault. It's somehow because I'm deficient in some way. That can feel devastating to a person who has that sensitivity to rejection and abandonment. In a way, everything feels like abandonment. So this is why for people, relationships are so challenging. And the new age community or yoga or any of those who are in spirituality bypass for sure. They have uh, not found their wholeness yet but they're trying to. So as long as all people just recognize that if you're seeking to feel better about life from within you and you're using new age community stuff, spirituality, and you're using tarot, whatever it is, as we have learned from Patrick Tian, childhood trauma survivor, he's a healed person and healing and a therapist, but he's not the only one who spells these things out. But as he points out in one of his posts, Reiki can't heal your trauma. It's going to maybe help you feel good. Yes, not maybe. It'll help you feel good energetically. But those patterns, you need to understand what those are so that you can get out of codependent type relationships, so that you can get out of your reactivity, the projection that takes place when your attachment system takes over from having grown up in a poking the bear situation. So here's where um, he has another post about toxic and uh, when people would have to walk around eggshells around that in the household and highly reactive revenge, passive aggression, profound victimization, a lot of things people don't recognize that they grew up in a dysregulated system, which is something that, again, it the self-loathing and shame that becomes a central issue in chronic trauma not the event but the relationship people have with their inner selves Basil van der Kolk. okay people who navigate the default mode network from feeling alive within their sympathetic by being re-exposed to those traumatizing experiences your your frontal lobes come up only when you're in hyper vigilant situations you feel like you're always needing to be in a, I'm going to protect myself. This is the brainstem. So if you understand the psych education and take it seriously, you'll find yourself in no time being able to understand how your journey is going to take your time because your nervous system is used to certain things. And here, Sadhguru, meditation is a simple process, but it needs unbridled involvement or absolute abandon. Without them, there is no such thing as meditation. If a person doesn't know that meditation, mindfulness, if a person doesn't know that compassion intervention works your brain structure, they don't know why it's helping them to feel better. And if people think of it as something related to religion, it's because that's where they find the beginning of it and you have ignorant individuals around them who are not understanding that the studied people, the sciences people, Stephen Porges, he explains, yoga, portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises, mindfulness, meditation, compassion interventions, they are pillars of your mind. They help you to work on your brain structure, corpus callosum growth. The connectome grows. The interconnected connectome is what allows integration of your brain to happen. Your prefrontal cortex grows. Your hippocampus grows. 
all areas affected by trauma for anyone who grew up and has traumatized experiences in a safety behavior traumatized brain and a insecure attachment or disorganized will have had repercussions to that brain developing and that's why yoga is going to help that brain get better and that's why the meditation is going to help that brain your actual physical brain now the mind no because the mind you have the story your physical brain has more space for you to be able to sit in equanimity because you're learning how to do that with your body with yoga and with new age stuff the spirituality concepts and or tools such as tarot reiki or again other um, akashic record readings those are a means to an end you can clear your energy sphere and field but you're still going to be presented with the relational patterns that you move again and again because you're zero one two three four five six seven eight they're all with you 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, your two group of ages, keep those in mind, the child and the teenager, the teenager is leading the way, and you want to be lead, you want to lead the way, you the adult, you don't want the teenager, the child to lead the way, they are emotional, they are not the adult, you, and you're not yet an adult emotionally, until you know how to be in equanimity and compassion with yourself, Psych education helps you understand what's happening to you when you get reactive, upset, angry, ups, downs, moods, all of it. Peter Levine, again, shame can be functionally debilitating, and if it isn't well regulated in childhood, which often happens, it goes unregulated into adulthood. Excuse me, this is Stan Tatkin, Psy DMFT, not uh, Basil. And this is what people don't understand about biology, emotional biology, about neurobiology. When they hear these words and they think it's made up shit, it's because they don't study at least the basis of trauma and attachment information. I do, and I still know I don't explain it that great, but I'm not here to explain it that great. I'm here to begin a journey for those who want their inner well-being and to understand, again, straightforward 5D collective. This is who I'm always happy to be i know now what the 5d collective is and it's people who are smart for real not stupid and i did not want to use these terms but the reality is some people are fucking just stupid and ignorant and then they're surrounded by people who are other individuals with unresolved trauma and so we need people to hear from intellectually emotionally and mentally intelligent people which are the ones who say, you're not offending me, lovely lady and ladies. This one interview I saw, she's like, I know I'm going to offend a lot of people. I was like, yes, you're such a beautiful teenager with an insecure ego. Oh, you're going to offend people. Don't worry. Some of us, we're not going to offend you. Or maybe we will. Maybe at one point. Yeah. You know, the more I think about it, the more I'm going to use the flat earthers as an example of exactly what I'm going to say anytime I see somebody want to try to argue with me about something. I am woo-woo lady. I'm okay with it. Are you okay with being a flat earther? No, really. Did you learn anything about physics? I think you don't know about dark matter and dark energy. Oh, you believe in the man in the sky? Is it a man? think it's energy. I think I could... So... If we want to have fun, there's a way some of us know how to have fun. And there's a way somebody's going to eventually maybe get pissed. And I'll be like, hey, you know, I'm just agreeing and disagree with you. If you want to get pissed, as you can see, I'm four foot nine. I don't want to get beat up. But I guess you can't handle that your intellect 
doesn't know. What would he want? I have a different belief. Is that better? I believe in sciences in a different way than you believe in it. I can go on. I can keep going and going. Okay, so here's the deal. I personally know about being very annoying if I want to be. I was a kid and I was annoying. There's a reason why some of us can use our mouth without ever shutting it up. <laughs> it's called using our brain to get very creative and have fun. It's a three-year-old right here. But a three-year-old with what? Human love. So here is Patrick Tiahan again. If you have woken up to your childhood trauma, you are part of a minority. And it says, healing is a strange process. We start by feeling like we are the only person that had a toxic family. Then he says, you wake up from it by reliving some crises in the family or something happens. And you get educated and then you get out of that confusion and you get out of second guessing yourself and you start to get really good help. This is the part that those people who are Christian extremists and like, ah, oh, yoga to demon. Yeah, they didn't go get a good therapist. That's why they're still their child with trauma and all of that. And they're speaking from their asses. And that's, you know, saying to people that yoga is going to have demons coming in your body after you did yoga. Huh? Oh, did the church get rid of your demon? Is that what it is? They, they, they threw water on you. Did you shake? And then it came out of you. Uh, the other person, <laughs> that one, I'm going to, no, nobody's offended by stupid people. We feel bad for stupid people. No, we don't. It's actually not. It's go keep living your, your fantasy life with your unresolved trauma. You could have went to therapist versus go extreme and start talking bad about shit. Uh, after that point, we start, uh, yes, education. When you start changing and benefiting from some work, he says, then you want others to get, yes. And here we have the, you're an enabler. And it's like, fuck you, you and you and all of you yelling over there. You can also go scooch on off with the other ignorant people. Thank you so much. Some people never really wake up or want to explore what is going on. Yes, Patrick, exactly, exactly. They don't want to use their brain. Somehow people don't want to use their brain. They just don't accept that there's trauma in their brain. It's not anything to be ashamed of. I had trauma charges, probably, I think. I don't know. I actually really well with emotions. What about you, you guys? So here's, let's become some smart asses for real people. Any one of you who gets good attachment trauma-informed stuff, organize it. I, I, I'll help you. <laughs> we, we can come up with catchy phrases. Okay. I'm grateful for waking up. Yes, he is. And oh, letting go and leaving others to their process. So that's definitely something you want to keep in mind because you can't change people and nobody changes. We want to help people to either one, grow up emotionally, become the mature emotional self, Two, return home to themselves and then become emotionally mature with themselves. When you become free of the free from the meanness of the mind, this is Sadguru, an indiscriminate sense of inclusion and love arises. Okay, so sentences like these to me make sense and I will expand. But to say them to any people, they're gonna think that their mind is mean, which is not true. Your story comes up because of a lot of things. Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on how you can understand to create space within you and the story. And here's Marsha Linnehan, PhD. With shame, you have to understand that you are not going to be kicked out by others. And you have to practice not being kicked out by yourself. And this is for people who, again, fear of rejection. They consistently think that people will not want them around. There's so many ways that the unconscious of people speak to them. 
For childhood trauma survivors, he says, I believe 90% of our psychic energy is used up trying not to be like an abusive parent. And this one we've read. So I won't read all of this. I want to share some channeled guidance. More of it. I know that this, this in and out, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay, so take what you have understood. If there are loopholes and you need answers, tell me, ask me questions. 5D Collective are people who use their brain. doesn't mean that you uh, believe in shit. In fact, that's the part you use your brain to think about shit and you understand that internet is not the problem and there are no problems. In fact, I bought a book the other day. Don't ever talk to negative people. They will have a problem for every solution that you ever come up with. Yes, I in fact don't talk to any person who is in the human suffering narrative or what I should say is when I talk to human suffering narrative people, I actually um, just let them have the floor and I remember to disregard and discard all of the limited stuff and then to just allow myself to know what I learned about a person and such stuff like that and that's it and to recalibrate so that I can ensure that I respect their spaces since the human suffering love narrative people don't want to move out of the human suffering love. So they think that love is suffering. They're in their hypervigilant mode. Their default mode network wants to stay that way. No, they just choose like to watch podcasts that are shitty like that. No, it's not even about watching because if you're having a fun laugh, that there you go. You're a critical thinker. You're going to want to look into everything. And that's a great thing to look into all shit. That, that's the point, even the shit you don't like, but to not make any type of the demons running the body of the new spiritual age people. AI is demonic. So we got two groups. We got the ones, ah, oh, everything that's not from our religious institution is demonic. And then we got the other ones, ah, they're taking away our divinity by making machines out of us. Okay, so have I made that clear? I think I've made it pretty clear. <laughs> Any of those are all teenagers. No healed trauma. No, no. Some have really big teeth. Some have small. We, we don't need to mingle and tingle with those who are adaptive children they're going to be passive aggressive they're going to do indirect communication they have low self-esteem they in fact do not know how to use effectively their words and they will not represent any type of threat so like this lady i'm going to offend people no the, the grown-ups over here we don't get offended that that was maybe when we were teenagers and on that note one all of you tuning in new and old Please, again, keep in mind, to the best of your ability, try to share just information if it can come forth, not if it cannot. If I meet anybody who is ancient and old, I will not necessarily be doing any chit-chat on any of it because using your time is only going to be used if you have open and receptive hearts and minds on the other end and if it's not that's not your business the, they have their own belief system they have their own fat whatever it doesn't have anything to do with you we have laws that keep people safe from each other that's what we want if they don't want their inner well-being so be it they don't have to become a human 101 in fact remember their nervous system is their own and in sympathetic their organs, everything, the inflammation, disease is not because of an actual sick world. <laughs> Some people, and I'm laughing right now because of the 4D group, they come up with new 
information and the ones who are 4D, they talk about humanity as sick. Humanity is not sick. Having unresolved trauma was not a choice or is not a choice. And our ancestors, we began life in darkness with animals that to this day don't send me, Maria, to the fucking forest. I will not go. I will be like you. I'm not going. I'm not going. You know, like I will fight tooth and nail to stay in my home in the city that I live in. And, you know, anyways, some people, they really have some stories. And sometimes I think about these stories. You know how scary it would be for some of the things that people make jokes about. And I, I again, I, I, I do my best to maintain a groundedness and a sense of humor because of wanting to. But I think of the troubles we have in the world with the politicians and, and um, the environment. And I think of those things, actually, if they ever would become the way the movies, it's not, I don't, I don't want that. I, I'm going to start crying right now out of fear, not out of, not out of sadness. I'm, I'm just going to be in dread. The fact that we have a doomsday clock and there are people who watch it. Whenever I think about that, I'm like, no, please, no, you know. So what I'm trying to get at is life, it's, it's what we have. And nothing has changed from yesterday. And what has changed is we have a bigger platform for people to exchange their ideas on. We use the same stories humans understand through storytelling. There's some shitty stories out there, and uh, we're creating some new stories now. Heal trauma, very important. Understanding trauma from the experts that talk about neurobiology of trauma, neurobiology of attachment. There's a group of us over here, uh, the ones who understand how to use our words how to use the information to share and to then build together. The oversoul, our lovely oversoul, it's all family. If there's one thing that I always picked up on when it came to me being a mystic and not knowing what 5D would look like, I picked up on the 4D with the, I'm an anointed person, <laughs> I have Claire's because I'm special, uh, the demons are coming from AI and the uh, earth, the volcanoes, okay, that bullshit, 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 all, all of that. And, and then I began to get very much upset because they began to disseminate misinformation, disinformation, to twist everything that is within the spirituality group of metaphysics of the terrorism. And I shouldn't even use those words because I don't know enough about it, but twisting the twin flame experience from a 5D mystics experience, me, which is, what the fuck are you talking about? We're one big ball of energy. Why are you disconnected from this concept? Do you not know that there's not dark and light, that this isn't how energy works? Are you stupid? <laughs> you know, so for me, as time moved forward, I'm like, what are you doing? You're, you're all basically like teenage versions. Oh, don't walk underneath that ladder, which is something I used to not do. And I'm like, you know what? If you keep doing this, you're going to believe in the superstitious stuff, Maria. What year are you from? You know, and again, it's uh, time and uh, reflection and space. When you can build relationships with people who are smarter, no, they have to be open-minded, open-hearted, and open to a lot of different types of pieces of information and to people. And to people, I mean human beings. Disparate ideas come together and they create something fabulous for the people who control their mind and say, why would I build a nightmare in my brain? The minute that you're out of a broken three-year-old heart, you will begin to understand how to work that through because you know, oh, my body feels shitty, but I'm not shitty. 
I have had childhood trauma. Oh, my nervous system gets really overwhelmed when I'm around people or when I'm not around people. Or my overwhelmed system, it's like wanting to be very much uh, fighting a relationship, but I want the relationship. And then I get really stressed out in the relationship and I'm not able to have a really good time in my relationships. Wait a minute. Okay, so romance in this case is what would be a big highlight, meaning people can become aware of this because people give more priority to a significant other, which is a sad deal in my book, but that's just me because to me, as a polyamory person, I love many and they are not just romantic partners, but there's many that are definitely more than just those quote-unquote friends. However, the title, titles don't do shit for a person who loves because that's the point. We love because our oxytocin gene hormone is on means I'm safe to be myself with another person. Now that doesn't mean that the other person feels safe to be their self. It also doesn't mean that you create a secure attachment, but you can create a secure connection and then you grow to be around each other. And that's why the many lovers in the instances of those who know secure attachment will not have a, oh, the twin flame saga. <laughs> no, it will be, wow, I got to learn so much shit. Oh, look at that. Oh, look, 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 look how, how awesome I am. I am. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for making me so patient. I learned exactly what I wanted to do. Equanimity. I was already equanimous. Now I'm even better at it. Okay, so when you accept yourself, that's all you're learning. You don't get rejected by people. You're like, wow, I, I learned a lot. And I'm better than I was yesterday thanks to every single one of those people that will have crossed your path. So this is the human love narrative. That's from a three-year-old whole heart. Again, the other way around is, okay, I'm going to learn how to love myself first because <laughs> otherwise I don't know how to love because you recognize that intimacy is within your own body and that if you cannot be safe within your own body and to say in your whole three-year-old self, here's who I am, I have flaws and imperfections, but I want to work with them. And no, you don't have to have them. Some people can also feel that they're perfect, but they will know about those different languages. So how to speak to each other. How people speak to each other means, oh, these are the traits that I have. I, I do this whenever I get nervous and stressed out. I go silent on people. And then I pretty much ditch out for a whole month or something like that. Okay, But I'm working on it because I actually found out I can go to therapy or because I found out I have what is called a not secure attachment system. Okay, on that note again, if any of you tuning in have a challenge with love, we will, as time moves forward, visit these aspects and these areas. I plan on getting the master class out by definitely in 2024. But what I want you to really understand is that if it's challenging for you to maintain a sense of ease, you don't have to go to therapy, although therapists are going to be an ideal part of your journey. EMDR, child parts work, somatics. And uh, that's because the person or somatic experiencing, for example, is a really great uh, set. If you find therapists with somatic experiencing, that's Peter Levine's trademark thing. EMDR, obviously that's, that's great because that will work with wherever there's a potential repeat loop. And uh, the chi child parts, it's because if there is childhood trauma, you, you're going to have 
you're going to want to have time to allow yourself to just take it easy and process it. You don't have to do it again with a therapist, but you need to have people that are equanimous, present, attuning, resonating, trusting. They are curious, open, aware, and loving. So anything that comes out of your mouth, you're not judged. You're welcomed. And your inner child has a space to, to feel safe, and you feel safe, and you feel loved, and you understand what you're doing. Understanding what you're doing is what I'm trying to get to as we close out the channel of guidance. Because I firmly believe a person with the right information can allow themselves to start a journey. They will find benefits because they're working with their own window of tolerance. And then they're working with identifying, oh, these are the mechanisms that are compulsive that I've been doing that soothe my nervous system. I'm going to replace these mechanisms over here with this because this is healthy. This gives me just as much pleasure. Oh, oh, this dancing music, they stimulate the parts of the brain that were not stimulated when neglect happened as a child growing up. Okay, so there are things that happen for those who have had childhood trauma, areas of the brain that don't get used. So you get to start understanding why, again, yoga helps, dancing helps, music helps, why theater helps. Theater helps you to put out all emotions and then to work to regain a relationship with those emotions that you didn't have because you were not able to evaluate all of them as a child. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, that's the explanation that people need to understand and that I get to keep sharing with you over and over and over again. And then saying, okay, all of the arts, all of the other stuff, new age, call it what you want, they complement aspects of your inner and outer well-being because your human being body, your embodied brain, has had a way that it can have learned to function. Some secure attachments, some no. Some childhood trauma, some no. Okay, you get to learn your journey. And the people in the in-between have not brought this to people yet. When they tell you about your spirituality awakening, your spirituality process, when they use these words, you don't understand. It is AKA you becoming a functional adult. That's what I get to bring to you to try and do human spiritual and spirituality so that you can understand being yourself is about dealing with the unknown, unexpected, unwanted from within you with your flow, those three main modules of the inner growth mindset program. And now I get to have a way to explain the blueprint because I know how your neurobiology of attachment and trauma work. And to say, okay, so if it's hard, here's why. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing. It's not funny. But I'm going to say, here's why. And if you project, <laughs> now I'm laughing. <laughs> ah, no, it's unfair. The world's shitty. All these people are awful. <gasps> no, yoga's a demon. Oh, no, you're stupid. Whatever it is, it don't matter. That's why we laugh. Offense. <laughs> if you were smart, maybe. No, not even. Oh, no. It's called I'm confident. I didn't know you. you do you know that word? Really? Oh, <laughs> okay, sure. So on that note, again... The people who have three-year-old broken hearts, they continue to want mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, somebody's thumbs up. And what that means is they also have somebody's thumbs down. So when a person's in a group, like teenagers, oh, I'm so sorry, you're not included. Oh, does that make you feel bad? Okay, so that's separation consciousness from teenage land for you. Here, here, here's what teenage land with adults inside their bodies look like. Ha, 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 really? 
well, let me think. Do I need the thumbs up, thumbs down? No, what the fuck do you need it for? It's words that come out of the ass of someone. Oh, that's right. Ha, bye. I, I'm out. Yeah, nope, I'm not too much. Oh, I'm not too little. Oh, you know what? I am short and I ain't going to be with you because <laughs> you're an asshole, but it's okay. I'm having fun right now. I'm going to go be with people that are actually grown-ups, smart, fun to be around, and we're going to have a playground. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't really have anything to say about it. That, 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 that's, you offend me? No, actually, I grew up from being too sensitive. Oh, I wasn't too sensitive to begin with. It's just called being a child who has emotions. I'm a grown-up with emotions now. So oneness consciousness is basically, you, you said what? Ah, I, I know equanimity. What, what words do you know within your body when you're getting pissed like that? Oh, no words? None at all. I, I see. Okay, and we're, we're going to keep on exploring these topics as we move forward. But the point is when you have self-worth, it's called I ain't superior or inferior to you. And when you're speaking to me, you're just another asshole like I am meaning we have all assholes and we can all create a great trail of breadcrumbs. Oh yeah, I can. I'm, I did it the entire, I do it all the time. All the time I'm building breadcrumb trails somewhere. I'm leading us to the human love land. <laughs> so 5D land is here. It's on earth. What I loved seeing, not those people, those people just remind me of the ignorance that our species did have for reasons. They are now in 2023 and are choosing, no, they're not choosing ignorance. They just don't know when they have shiny, shiny in their face and, oh, they feel like they're going to offend people and they don't know that they don't mean much to us, but we're happy that they're happy about not being in yoga or doing any of the new age stuff. Good for you. Yay. We applaud you. We applaud you because that way we don't have to share the beautiful fun of being over here with you. Okay, on that note, be kind to each other. And uh, smart asses are always fun. And the ones who are in human suffering, they're fun to be around too, by the way. Let's uh, share a note or two for that. Because being yourself, when it's this easy, somebody can throw shit at you however they do it. You're not a ninja, man. It could hit you in the eye. I've gotten basically definitely <laughs> slapped from behind before but you know what's beautiful is that it only happens once and then you're like ah oh, okay now I know what it what it feels like to be slapped from behind I can handle that you didn't push me down because you you know the the physical part is what's really important emotions out there they rock the rocking and rolling is for those of us who have windows of welcome so your emotional regulation building skills that's what we're here to do Besides the inner growth, to do this, though, as I was saying, theater is helpful for people who have had childhood trauma as they go on a healing journey because you understand why it's so tiresome for you to feel. It, it's tiresome because you're consistently, until you're not, in a... Okay, we're going to close with... When people who have had childhood trauma get looked in the eyes by someone, the studies, small sample, I think, but studies show people with no trauma memory in their brain, when you look at me in my eyes, my higher functioning areas light up. Maria's ventral vagal nervous system, prefrontal cortex, I'm good, I'm cool, I'm, I'm happy. My body's in equanimity. Childhood trauma survivor, without having completely become their adult present self yet, with all of this that we talked, emotional body disconnect, everything. No, no. They get looked at, the midline, their amygdala, Everything is shit. There's a zero one-year-old with fucking fear running through their veins and all of it, and they are 
in that very moment, you are now in a hypervigilant mode, using up your energy in sympathetic because you're not aware of what's happening from a nervous system perspective and a conscious awareness of, wait, I'm feeling uneasy as I look in a person's eye. Wait a minute, I have child. So the childhood trauma part is so important for a person who wants to be aware of themselves in this way that I just described. And I know some people, they will want this. And again, when you want more, if you want more and you're somebody who's new, there's trauma educational courses. There's Patrick Tiahan, you could go just to him. He's a great therapist and he has a community, for example. He doesn't have all of the neurobiology of attachment or any of the in-depth, so it depends how much information you want. But if it's like, oh, you know what? I think I have some trauma memory or some shit going on. And again, don't use words as lists. I'm not giving you lists. I give you just of things and they can be confusing because they're not organized. They're here to present to you data points that you then want to understand if I feel uneasy to be around other people, I'm using my sympathetic. I'm in what's called a modulated embodied self. If I'm always drained and I feel like, ugh, I'm always tired, that is potentially me in a dysregulated self. You're not yet the restored and embodied self. That's your birthright, my birthright. The equanimity is every human being's birthright in 2023. The ones who have made up stories, leave them to their stories. You have an embodied brain. There are people who can explain it to you, your moods, your, your energy, all of this, all of Purusha Prakriti, you can do with a good therapist who will explain to you what you're actually doing and you will feel results. And then you'll also know why, you know, yes, Reiki, awesome, tarot, sure, it can give you guidance. But when you're living that 12 months, you're still on a cycle. And it's your zero one-year-old who's leading the way always. So until you get to become securely attached within your own body and you become your own safe haven, your own secure base, so you self-regulate your nervous system when you get all upset and or whatever, like with my panic attacks, you get to know how to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. And then you get to go and explore the world, what you are interested in, your secure base that way, okay, all by yourself. And it's fine and good and dandy. You don't long and I want someone and I have to, no. It's the, I'm a person, I have interest, I have a nervous system, okay, here I am, no, 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 okay, that's the minute you can be the adult self, and you're probably loving yourself, your whole three-year-old heart, and you can have easy-peasy relationships as well. Now, some people, you might want to get there, what I just described, with people, great, you want to make sure you got grown-up people, not the ones who project, but if you are able to handle projection like a grown-up, then okay. You're going to use compassion. You're going to learn how to get out of being you, the teenager, and leaving them alone. There's so many different equations. Again, we'll look into more and more of them as the year goes by. But for this one and this channeled guidance, as we close on out, the holidays are here for some of you. Please be kind to yourself, compassionate, aware. If you get tired when you're around people, know that it means your body's uncomfortable. So you're probably working with what is a window of tolerance. What I have always done with those lovely, not so lovely panic attacks is the best I can. And that is what you do the best you can. And if you need to leave a room, you know, you do so to the best of your ability. At the end of the day, socializing is meant to be pleasant and pleasureful. If you are feeling so tired and drained and upset and whatever it is, don't allow yourself to sit in a room. Allow yourself to say, I'm going to get up and leave. And like I said, I don't want to be an extremist of any type, but the part about understanding that it's not abnormal 
if you haven't taken the time to work with your window of tolerance with the awareness of what the neurobiology of attachment is or the neurobiology of trauma there's a reason why you don't know all of what i shared within this episode putting to the side the yoga people who are talking about yoga as demonic that one is a side note to just share information but this ending is it's not abnormal for a person who has had childhood trauma to feel uncomfortable around people and always tired actually it's very normal and if you get to the bottom of it you're going to find a way to to live it so differently a year from now you'll be like wow this is amazing because you're on a roll with your own inner well-being as the person who carries the head that is in your head okay the mind the brain and your relationship so hopefully this supports you and i look forward to your questions have a great day